Amen. Our theme today is the voice of God, finding pasture, the voice. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we're going to reflect on our New Testament reading from St. John's Gospel. Amen. So I'll give you a second to open the, the word whilst I get ready for the message now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. John chapter 10 tells us about the shepherd. But first, let us bow our heads in prayer. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. Thou art our shepherd. We ask that you continue to lead us as we journey into the future. Let us not go ahead of you. And for those times when we attempt to do so, we apologize, Heavenly Father. Lead us along life's highway. And as we journey with you, lead us, Lord, we pray, into green pastures. Minister to our hearts, open our eyes to see you, even at a time like this in our midst daily. Open our hearts to receive thy message and understand thy word. And that which we know not, teach thou us for Christ our Savior's sake. Amen. A warm welcome to one and all. From wherever in the world you are, we bless you. We are delighted to have you worship with us in our Zoom service. And once again, on behalf of Upper Clapton, United Reformed Church, Stepney Meeting House, United Reformed Church, and Stamford Hill, United Reformed Church, I welcome you. And I trust you having a wonderful, worshipful time with us in Jesus' name. Finding pasture, the voice of the shepherd, the voice of the shepherd. In our message today, I would start with sharing a story, a story about a shepherd and his daughter. And then I would move on to the voice of the shepherd. And the voice of the shepherd, I would look at from three perspectives. First, the voice of the shepherd calling us from brokenness. The voice of the shepherd calling us to a higher life. And the voice of the shepherd calling us to memory. And I would end with the voice of the shepherd that restores life. The voice of the shepherd that restores life. But first, let's begin with the story of the shepherd and his daughter. And I want you, as I share the story, to see yourself in the story. Amen? There was a shepherd that lived um, in Scotland. He was a very committed, devoted shepherd. And every time he would go to tend his sheep, he would go with his daughter. And of course, as you know, shepherds make what is referred to a call, a call for the sheep. 
they lose their voice. Their voice goes far and wide, and the sheep hear the voice of the shepherd, and the sheep responds immediately. So this young girl, you know, did her best, and joined her father's work, and spent time with her dad. As you know, time flies. She, she soon became a young lady, beautiful woman, and went off to university, somewhere in Edinburgh or Glasgow. And then she was communicating with her dad. She was communicating. She was writing letters home in those days. No, no email, etc. You have to write your letter and post. And of course, the parents were happy to be receiving letters from their daughter. But as time went on, the letters began to be reduced. And word reached father and mother that their daughter is no longer doing the things she left home to do, to study and to be committed. Rather, she was after the wrong things of life. <clears throat> after the wrong things of life. However, a young boy from the village came to town and met the shepherd's daughter and was not happy what he discovered. So he went back home and informed the shepherd. The shepherd came to town looking for his daughter. He had an idea of where she lived. He looked for the daughter and searched and searched, but could not find his daughter. She went through, he went throughout the slum area because he knew from information that she lived now in the slums. So eventually he gave up. And on his way back home, he reflected that when she was young, she used to tend the sheep with him. And that man came back to town and went back to the slum area looking for his daughter. And this time, in a city where no one knows him, the man began to release his voice out, making the call of the shepherd. Making the call of the shepherd. And friends, you would not believe that when the daughter had the call of the shepherd, she came out from a hiding place. And her father saw her with the friends that had led her astray. She came out on her knees, apologizing to her dad. With great astonishment on her face, she apologized, but she leaped up from where she was and rushed to the street into the arms of her father. And the father embraced her and took her back home and encouraged her to walk back in the ways of God, in the ways of decency 
and modesty. That is the story of the shepherd and his daughter. Do you see yourself in the story? The Lord Jesus is our shepherd. The daughter in that story represents you, represents me. Are you listening to the voice of the shepherd? The shepherd is giving his call again today, afresh and to and anew. He wants to take someone back home today to the pasture. Are you that one that Jesus is calling for today? Are you that one that needs to respond to his voice today? Jesus is calling, don't delay. Text in our story. Gives us a few characters and the place. The sheepfold, which is the church, the shepherd, our Lord Jesus, the gatekeeper, who is the minister or the pastor, the spiritual leadership in the church, and of course the sheep, Christians, believers, and everyone. Because Jesus says there are some who are members of this sheepfold, but they have not yet come in. And it, it raises the importance of the church. The church, my friends, is supposed to be the safest place in the entire world. Let no one deceive us. You cannot put monetary value on God's church. The church is called into existence by the Lord, despite the fact that there are enticements of the devil that will do their best to get people to walk away from the church and don't believe in the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. The church is one foundation in Jesus Christ our Lord, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of God. That's why we are encouraged not to give up the habit of coming together. We are encouraged by Paul not to be ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power to bring men and women into salvation. Let us keep on encouraging one another, understanding that we have a message to proclaim for lives need to be saved. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, the, ship, the great shepherd, would lead us out of darkness into light to the glory of God. The, the story in, in John brings about the relationship we need to have with Jesus Christ. In the last two weeks, as we've been celebrating Easter, we have stressed again and again the importance of the individual relationship. Last week, we looked at also the importance of relationship versus religion. And that's why he wants us all to hear his voice, because we are his sheep. 
praise the Lord. Verse 3 tells us the sheep should hear his voice. Verse 3 also tells us that he calls the sheep by name. Today, I want to assure you that you are known by the Lord. Amen? I want to assure you that you are loved by the Lord. Amen? I want to assure you that the Lord knows your address and everything about you. He wants you to know his voice so that you are familiar with his voice. And that will stop you and I from following the stranger, from following, from following Satan, from following the devil and his plot, from following bad company. That's why it tells us in verse 10 that the thief has come to kill and steal and destroy, but he has come that we would have life abundantly. Abundant life is our portion. Let us receive that in Jesus' name. The voice of the shepherd is very important. Friends, the shepherd has always been equipped with a few tools. For instance, the rod, which is for correction, the staff, which is for guidance. And of course, always works with food, we can serve the canteen, which always would give um, the, the sheep food, and of course, a bag. And in that bag was oil and ointments to heal the sheep, if at all they get wounded. We continue to pray that the Lord, our shepherd, would continue to speak to us as we continue to hear his voice. Glory to God. The voice of the Lord that calls us out of the wilderness of destruction. The voice of the Lord that calls us, hallelujah, to comfort and security. The voice of the Lord that calls us from stopping our wanderings. The voice of the Lord that empowers us to reach out and call others and bring them in from the field of sin. Hallelujah. Ha kichta, shepherd's voice I hear out in the desert far and near calling the sheep who've gone astray far from the shepherds fold away bring them in bring them in bring them in from the fields of sin bring them in bring them in bring the wandering ones to jesus we need to bring the wandering ones to Jesus. He calls us, hallelujah, from the entrapments of the dangers of Satan. He calls us from the entrapment of the dangers of our enemies. He calls us to safety. Let us respond to the voice of the shepherd. He calls us from the world. He calls us from idolatry. He calls us from false worship. He calls us, my friends, into all truths. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. He calls us into righteousness. He calls us into holiness. He calls us into nourishment with him. Let us respond to the voice of the shepherd. We can do nothing without him. Hallelujah. I can remember one of the very first times I had the voice of the shepherd. It was in my dream at the age of 16 when the Lord called me to follow him. Hallelujah. You know when you are called by God. Some of you might say it was in my Sunday school class. It was at the altar at church. Others might say I was in my bedroom praying when I received my call. I was actually at the bus stop and I had a wonderful experience and I knew it was from God. It was at the first time I attended the all night prayer meeting. Hallelujah. Everyone experienced the call of the Lord differently. But whatever our experiences, we celebrate that. We give God victory. We give God praise. Hallelujah. The shepherd is looking for you. He's calling you to conversion. He's calling you to change your direction. Have you responded to the call of the shepherd upon your life today? Have you responded? If not, the question is what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? We are at a time when we know nothing in the world could save us except the Lord Jesus. Except the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We just want to be encouraged today that everyone look up to the Lord. That everyone look up to him. You know, that voice that is calling you to conversion, that voice that is calling you to a fresh avenue, that voice that is calling you to a higher life, that voice is calling you to that ultimate higher life, which is heaven, because the Lord has got a place prepared for each one of us. So we walk with him from now until eternity. Somebody say glory. Somebody say glory. Clap your hands with and shout glory. Praise the Lord. And so I'm going to look now at the, the specific calls of the shepherd. And one I've entitled, The Call from Brokenness. Praise the Lord. Before the shepherd can ever call us into anything productive, he has to call us from the brokenness of sin from the brokenness of sin in our lives. Sin is a destructive force. That's why we should not allow it to dominate our life because sin can destroy your life and nothing much will be left. So a call from brokenness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There are many times when, from my experience as a minister, when we have received people in the church and from the community very broken, pressed down with problems, the chains around their necks, the chains around their feet are so constricted that they could hardly walk or function spiritually. But I've also noticed as a servant of God 
that those same people, as they have responded to the voice of the shepherd, as they have been called out from brokenness, by the grace of God, they gently walk by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so I believe that it is by the praying they have had in the church, by the singing they have had in the church, by the moving of the Spirit in their lives, the power of God in the church and through the word, their fellowship from the church. These and many others have helped them to turn their lives around. These and many others have helped us to turn their life around. And in all that I have mentioned, God is using us to support one another. God is using us to encourage one another. Last week, we actually shared briefly about the blessed, the broken, the giving experience. And we mentioned how David was broken, chased by Saul. We mentioned how Joseph was broken, chased by his brothers, sold by his brothers, but God blessed them. God raised them. If there is anyone feeling broken today, the good news is Jesus loves you. Jesus can restore you. Listen to his voice and return back into his arms like that of the prodigal son. Return back to the Lord as he calls you from brokenness. Hallelujah. Great lives have come out of brokenness. Great churches have come out of brokenness. Great songs like when peace like a river has come out of brokenness. Great consecrations, my friends, have come out of brokenness. I pray that God would call you out of brokenness if you feel broken. And so we move on to another call, a call of a higher life. Praise God. The voice of the Lord calls us to a higher life. And that is the way of the shepherd. The shepherd calls us from what we hated and now calls us to a higher life of prayer, a higher life of sacrificial ministry, a higher life of holiness, a higher life of bearing the cross, a higher life of a place of good influence. He calls and when he calls, he wants us to surrender. He wants us to follow. His call was short and simple. Follow me, and I would make you fishers of men. But friends, we must be willing to make the sacrifice. We must be willing to make the sacrifice that makes us available to be serviceable to the things and for the things of God the sacrifice that makes us available to be in church, makes us available to be at prayer meetings, available to be at Bible study, available to be at seminars, at teachings, at conferences, evangelism, outreach, available to be there. Hallelujah, praise God. Not to be available when we are comfortable, when we want. Remember, the rich young ruler, Jesus said, you must sell all. Peter and Andrew, he says, you must leave all. Leave all your nets 
to Matthew, you must leave your, your, your tax collector's table. To Paul, you must leave your religious education, your position, your pedigree. You must leave all. And so I encourage us to leave all as we, as we respond in the name of Jesus to that higher calling that is destined for one. And so I encourage you to have a quest. Somebody say quest. Have a for excellence. I encourage you to have, hallelujah, a spiritual strength to rise up to a spiritual life. Somebody says spiritual life. Hallelujah. A spiritual life that forces you, empowers you to be in that place with God no matter what you go through. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Give the Lord a clap of praise where you are. Hallelujah. And if you can dance, stand and dance, just stand and rejoice where you are. As I encourage you for that spiritual growth, somebody says spiritual growth, the growth that makes you prostrate, the growth that makes you lift up your hands, the growth that makes you release yourself into the power of God, the growth that makes you say, Lord, I am available. I encourage you to this higher calling to fix your eyes and to fix your heart on the author and finisher of our faith. A deep calling, hallelujah, that is for you, that you have to respond to, and also to learn more about the master. To learn more about the master. A higher calling is for you. God wants you to follow him. And so I want you to be encouraged to be called out from brokenness, to be called to this higher calling of sacrificial worship. Hey, hallelujah. To present yourself as a living sacrifice for the glory of God. And the voice of memory. The voice of memory. Hallelujah. In the olden days, we used to sing a song, I will never forget what the Lord has done. I will never go back anymore. No, 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 no. I will never go back anymore. Hallelujah. It is that the songs that we sing, every one of them, so meaningful. Here was a song that helps us for that voice of memory not to go back anymore. Memory is quite an interesting thing. I've realized the older I get, the more I have discovered that I remember the things I don't need to remember, and I forget the things that I need to remember. Am I alone? Okay. Memory serves as a crucial reminder that sometimes helps our spiritual equilibrium. And by that I mean the voice of memory helps us to hold on to our faith. The voice of memory helps us to hold on to our faith. Glory to God. The voice of memory helps us to stop and don't join the pity party anymore. The voice of memory, hallelujah, convicts us by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
when we hear the voice of the shepherd, it calls us to rise up and meet the challenges of the present time and meet the challenges of the time when God says to us, pull yourself together. Pull yourself together. Don't give up. I am the Lord your God. I did it for you yesterday. I will do it for you today. Rise up. Don't forget. I have not forgotten you. Oh, hallelujah. Take your mind back, friends. Take your mind back, church. I want to encourage somebody today not to lose up. Lose up. Give up hope. Don't give up. Don't lose out. Know who you are. I want to encourage you that you are great, that you are the best, that you are special, because somewhere in your memory, there is a revival in your past. Somewhere in your memory, there is a prayer meeting in your past. Somewhere in your memory, there is a victory in your past. Why is it there? So that you understand that God who did it yesterday will do it today. Somewhere in your memory, there is a song in your past, the song that strengthened you, the song that comforted you. Somewhere in your memory, there is an altar in your past, the place where you gave your life to God, the place where you experienced a moving of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Somewhere in your memory, there is an evangelistic effort in your past. Praise God. Hallelujah. And as we bring the message to an end today, I want to end with a voice that restores. The voice that restores. The voice that gives abundant life. He says, the thief comes only in verse 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that, may they, that they may have life and have it abundantly. Lift up your hands and declare, abundant life is my portion. Clap your hands and declare, abundant life is my portion. Clap your hands and declare, devil, Satan, you are a loser. Victory is my portion in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. He comes to kill. He comes to destroy. He comes to steal. And we need to understand, friends, the implication of this. He comes to steal. Steal represents the present life. What we are going through now, he wants us not to enjoy it. Hallelujah. We declare the devil's plan null and void. We would enjoy this life. It is God's gift to us in Jesus' name. He wants to kill. He comes to kill. Kill represents eternal life. If he steals it from you now, then there is no way you would experience eternal life. So don't allow the devil to destroy your faith. Amen? He comes to kill, he comes to steal, he comes to destroy. To destroy is to help you, is to, is to help you to be destabilized. To destroy is to let you waver. To destroy is to let you believe in philosophies and all these sophisms around the world and not to be anchored in faith. Well, I tell you, at a time like this, nothing can save us. No theory, no academic, no religion except Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. No government, no prime minister, no politics. Everyone is crippling on their knees now. 
And you got to understand that your faith in Christ should not be destroyed. So keep, hallelujah, your faith up. Hold on. He would not steal. He would not kill. He will not destroy in Jesus' name. The voice of the shepherd, hallelujah, is restoring you today. And as we end now, I want you to realize that the voice of the Lord, the voice of the shepherd, Jesus Christ, restored three people back to life during his ministry on earth. The first one was the daughter of Jairus. The voice of Jesus said, my child, get up. My child, get up. In Luke chapter 8. The second one was the son of the widow of Nain. The voice of Jesus said, young man, I say to you, get up. And the third one was a well-known story of his father, Lazarus. And the voice of Jesus said, Lazarus, come out. Lazarus, come out. What a wonderful understanding of the voice of the shepherd. Calling male, calling female to rise up. Rising the people of God. We want to understand also that in all of these three examples, he restored them to life on earth. He restored them to life in death. Hallelujah. The voice of the shepherd who is the resurrection and the life. And whoever believes in him, even though they die, yet shall they live. That voice that restores life. When he raised the young girl, he told the parents, give her food. When he raised the young man, he delivered him to his mother. That means fellowship. When he raised Lazarus, he told his sisters, to lose him and let him go. That means freedom. The voice of the shepherd calls us to food, spiritual food, physical food. The voice of the shepherd calls us to fellowship. The voice of the shepherd calls us to freedom. God bless you today. The shepherd is waiting for you with his arms open. Are you that daughter that is waiting for today? Are you that son that is waiting for? That you have had his voice, but you've not responded. You've had his voice, but you've partially responded. He wants you to respond fully today. The voice of the shepherd is calling someone from brokenness, calling someone to a higher life, calling someone of memory, the voice of the shepherd restores life. Where you are now, just bow your heads as you, you respond to his call. And if you know that song in your heart, you could sing it, when Jesus calls me, I will answer. When Jesus calls me, I will answer. I will somewhere, somewhere listen for my name. 
I will somewhere listen for my name. That day is today. No better day than today. If you have not yet given your life to Jesus, why not take the opportunity of giving your life to Jesus today? And if there is someone who wants to do so, just repeat this prayer after me. Father God, forgive me of all my sins. I am sorry for all I have done wrong. And I come to you today, trusting that I would follow you to the end. Wash me in the blood that I be cleansed from sin and unrighteousness. Hold my hands, Lord Jesus. Lead me every step along the way. And as your sheep, I will follow your voice as you lead me, teach me, direct me, and build me for your honor and for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.